Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Jesse DePlanis. Thank you for tuning in to the broadcast today. Got a great sermon entitled, Someone Knocking on the Door, Somebody Ringing a Bell. It's a song. <laughs> I just took the title from that song, and I just like it. You know what I'm saying? Call a friend, tell him to turn that television on, because you're going to learn something today. Are you a faith keeper? Do you pray without ceasing? Does God answer your prayers? A lot of things are going to happen in this sermon today. Someone knocking on the door. I tell you, you're going to enjoy it. You're going to be blessed and you're going to get some revelation knowledge on what to do, when to do it, where to do it, and how to do it. Let's go into part one right now. Someone knocking on the door. Watch. And would you go with me to the book of Acts chapter 12? The book of Acts chapter 12. I'm going to tell you the title of the sermon in just a minute, but I want to read a little scripture this morning. And I believe you're going to be blessed. I'm going to start with verse 1 of Acts chapter 12. And I like the old King James Version. And I just enjoy it. And when I walk through the pages of Holy Writ, it just blesses me. Uh, it ministers life to me. It's like that day that these things happen. Uh, Acts chapter 12, verse 1. Now, about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hands to vex certain of the church. And he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And because he saw it pleased the Jews... He proceeded further to take Peter also. Then were, the days of, then were the days of unleavened bread. And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison. Now watch this. And delivered him to four quatrains. This guy must be pretty powerful, Peter. Four different quatrains of soldiers to keep him intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. So he wanted to kill Peter too since he killed James. You see what I'm saying? He thought, well, man, you know, Jews going to like this. Peter, therefore, was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing. Would you underline in your, that in your Bible? It's very important. I'm going to come back to that in a minute. But prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. And when Herod would have brought him forth the same night, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers. Not only did they throw him in jail, they got soldiers in the jail with him. Bound with two chains, not just one, with two of them. And the keepers before the door kept the prison. Look at that. I mean, they, they, they ran him through several doors. I mean, all kinds of, because they wanted to kill him. They didn't want him going anywhere. Now they got two soldiers in there bound by two chains. And behold, or the word behold means look, the angel. Everybody say angel. The angel of the Lord came upon him and light shined in the prison. And he smote Peter on the side and raised him up saying, arise up quickly. And his chains fell off. From his hands. It didn't say the angels unlocked the chains. Just fell off. Now you know Peter must have been pretty well set. See, see, Peter was a faith keeper. They're going to kill him the next day and he's sleeping. Would you be sleeping? <laughs> faith keepers don't care what's happening in the world. You see what I'm saying? He's sleeping between the two soldiers. They're going to kill him, but you think he can't? No, the angel had to hit him to get him up. Most of y'all have been praying in the Holy Ghost, and you, even a Baptist would have been praying in tongues in there, buddy. And I like the Baptist. They're blessings of the Lord. The, verse 8, and the angel said unto him, gird thyself, bind up thy sandals. And so he did. Verse 8, and he saith unto him, cast thy garment about thee and follow me. And he went out and followed him. Wist not that it was true which was done by the angels, but he thought he saw a vision. See, he thought he was in a vision or something. Wait a minute, you know. Because he'd been through so many doors, they got him in the back of the prison, chained to two soldiers. My Lord. Verse 10, when they, when they were past the first and the second ward, that's, that's several doors now, 
They came into the iron gate, that's the third door. Notice that. That leadeth into the city, which opened to them of his own accord. And they went out and passed on through the one street. And forthwith the angel departed from him. Underline that statement. We're going to go to that. Notice the angel didn't walk, walk him all the way where he was going. There's a reason for that. And we're going to deal with that in this message. And forthwith the angel departed from him, verse 10, verse 11. When Peter was come to himself, he said, Now I know of a surety that the Lord has sent his angel and had delivered me out of the hand of Herod from all the expectation of the people of the Jews. And when he considered the thing, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark, where many were gathered together praying. Now I want you to know, they're all praying, Oh, Jesus, you got to help Peter, Jesus. Wonder why the angel didn't go to the door. What were they praying? Were they praying in faith? I know Peter was in faith because he was sleeping. Faith keepers asleep in the middle of all kinds of trouble. Watch this now, verse 13. And as Peter knocked at the door of the gate, a damsel came to hearken named Rhoda. The word Rhoda there means rose. She was a Gentile slave that came to, uh, to John Mark's place and they just loved on her and, and made her part of the family. Watch that. When she knew Peter's voice, she opened not the gate for gladness, but ran in and told how Peter stood before the gate. It was harder for Peter to get in the house than it was to get out of jail. <laughs> were they praying in faith? I think some were because he got out. Rhoda got so excited she forgot her duty. You should never forget your duty when and exciting things are happening. Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. Watch this. Verse 15. They said unto her, thou art mad. Now they've been praying now continually. But she constantly affirmed that it was even so. Then said they, it is his angel. Now they don't know the difference between Peter or an angel. Now they prayed for him to get out of jail. You would think they would have said, glory to God, our prayer has been answered. How many people come to church and pray and never get nothing? Mm -hmm. Now verse 16, where I want to get to. But Peter continued knocking. Continued knocking. And when they had opened the door and saw him, they were astonished. But he beckoned unto them with a hand to hold their peace and declared to them how the Lord had brought him out of prison. And he said, go show these things unto James and to the brethren. And he departed. That was James the less. And he departed and went into another place. Notice that. Went to another place. Now, as soon as it was day, there was no small stir among the soldiers what was become of Peter. And when Herod had sought for him and found him not, he examined the keepers, commanded they should be put to death. And he went down from Judea to Caesarea and there abode. I want to go back to verse 16. But Peter continued knocking. Follow of this message today, somebody knocking on the door. Somebody ringing the bell. Somebody knocking on the door. Somebody ringing the bell. Know the song? When, why won't you continue to knock? Yeah, but yeah, we've been praying. Well, good praying's good, but go answer the door. Because you should expect what you're believing for. Well, I'm believing for my healer. I ain't got it yet. Someone knocking on the door. Jesus kept beating on that door of healing. 
You keep beating on that door of prosperity. You will not give up. And the devil's put you five, five cells back so you don't get any prosperity. But the angel's coming. And he's going to take the chains off you. And he's going to open up all the doors. But he ain't going to walk with you all the time. Why? Someone knocking on the door. Somebody ringing the bell. Write this down if you're taking notes. Faith keepers never put faith in the wrong place. You get what you want because you demand it from life. And life sends it to you. Let me say it again. Faith keepers never put faith in the wrong place. See, he was a faith keeper. He knew God was doing something, Peter. You get what you want because you demand it from life. And life sends it. See, I demand from life and life sends it to me. Why? Because I'm knocking on the door. I keep continual knocking. I keep believing and standing on the word of God. When I built this place, you will never, never build it. You'll never build it debt free. Someone knocking on the door. And people were praying for me to, to build it, but they weren't praying in faith. They were praying that I go get a loan. And nothing wrong with getting a loan, but you know what? Someone knocking on the door. I refuse to use the heathen world for the blessing of God in my life and for his temple. Now, I'm not saying it's wrong to borrow money, you know what I'm saying? The Bible said, oh, no, man, nothing but to love him. You, you, you can't ever pay the bill of love because it's forever. But see, you just continue knocking. And sometimes you're going to feel like you're in a vision. And sometimes you're in a while, you're walking and knocking. You're going to say, where the angel? He did his job. Now it's time for you to do your job. See, you got to get to the house. Yeah, but I thought he walked with me. He got you out of jail. How much more you want? Don't shout me down when I'm preaching good. Listen to me. See, see, faith keepers never put faith in the wrong place. You get what you want because you demand it from life and life sends it. See, when you continue to knock, write this down, when you continue to knock, faith tells you to never expect disappointment. See, when you continue to knock, faith tells you never expect disappointment. I refuse to accept disappointment and I never expect it. I don't care how long it takes. Now, I, who don't want it yesterday? We Americans, we invented fast food. That's not the issue. I'd rather have it yesterday, but I will continue to knock and life will send it to me. I will demand it, not just ask of it. You see, when you continue to knock, faith tells the, to, to never expect disappointment. I refuse. When's the last time y'all saw me disappointed or depressed or discouraged or despondent? I'm not bragging on myself. I just keep knocking on the door someone knocking on the door. When are you going to retire? Do I look tired? My God, people always want No, I got so much work to do. And you know, I don't mind. I mean, my Lord Jesus, I don't mind retiring, my God. But you know what? Every time if something goes to slow up for about 30 seconds, God, give me another project. Why? Because I continue to knock on the door. I grow daily instead of Sunday. Why? Because I've been delivered. I've had the chains of life taken off of me. I've had the prison doors open of sin that held me bondage and the angel walked with me, but he let me walk the rest of it by myself. Do you see that? See, that's what he mean by continuing knocking. When you continue to knock, faith tells you to never expect disappointment. I refuse to be disappointed. Woo, Lord, write this down. You will never remove a mountain standing still and looking at it. You will never remove a mountain standing and looking at it. What do you got to do? You got to speak. You got to say to that mountain, be thou removed. Be thou cast in the sea. Someone knocking on the door. Knock on a mountain. 
let me say it again, write it down. You will never remove a mountain standing still and looking at it. You must speak. See, if you just keep looking at the mountain, never say nothing, the mountain will consume you. But you got to say, I say to that mountain, be thou removed. Be thou cast in the sea and shall not doubt my heart. I believe those things, but I say going to come to pass. I'm going to have what I say. Why? Someone knocking on the door. See, you're not giving up on God or your answer. That's why that lady was healed of stage four cancer. Knocking on the door. Now, you see, the doctors don't know what to say. They just knocked in the head. Wait a minute. That can't be. Yes, it can. How do I know? Right there. How do I know? Someone knocking on the door. Let me say it again. <laughs> and you got to write it down because it's a very simple but a profound statement. You will never remove a mountain standing still and looking at it. You got to speak. If you want to be debt free, knock on the door. I mean, speak to the mountain of debt. It will dissolve. It will keep at it. Bless God till you get it. Then once you're completely debt free, then knock on the door that what you were in debt, you wanted in liquid finance. Why? Because Peter continued knocking. You got to remember, and most people that are believing with you are not expecting you to get it. They're praying for you, but they're not expecting you to get it. You see? But if you continue to knock, my God, that's a wonderful statement. Yeah, but I want the God and the angel with me. No, the angel did his job. Now it's time for you to do your job. The job for the angel is to get him out of jail. The job of Peter is to get to the house. Think about that. And it was dawning at that time. Let me say he had a harder time getting into the church than he did getting out of jail. Now, can you imagine? He's thinking, my God, man, Harris people done figured out I'm out of here. I'm, now I'm, I'm in the street, and they won't open up the door. But that didn't stop him from knocking. Mm, mm, mm. So you will never remove a mountain standing still and looking at it. Write this down. The ministry of God gives the harvest, but the ministry of man must bring it to home. See, the ministry of God gives you the harvest. But the ministry of man must bring it home. In other words, you got to go do some. Peter, get up and get to the door. You may have sowed a seed, and there's all the harvest out there. Bring it to me, Lord. No, no. No, no. You got to, it's more work at harvest time than it is at sowing time. See, the ministry of man must bring it home. You got to bring it home. The ministry of God, I love that, uh, gives the harvest, but the ministry of man must bring it home. See, Jesus made the wine, but he didn't fetch the water. Write that down. I'll help. Jesus turned the water into wine, but he didn't fetch the water. See, we got some lazy, no count Christians. My God, they want to go get somebody go fetch the water for me. No! You understand what I'm saying? He made the wine, but he didn't fetch the water. You want some wine? Yeah, bring the water. You want a harvest? Bring the seed. See, God will give you the harvest, but the man's ministry, your ministry is to bring it home. And to just simply believe God. My God, I like this. That's why I had to preach that this morning. I got this last night. You see, I mean, my Lord, Kathy kept coming by looking at see if, if I was listening to the Lord, I guess. I don't know. But something was on me. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> the ministry of God gives the harvest, but the ministry of man must bring it home. Let me say it again. Jesus turned the water into wine, but he didn't fetch the water. See, God gave me faith to build us, and the Lord was with me. Now I had to walk it out. Now I had to go do it. You see what I'm saying? Now I have to, there's no other choice. Oh, but what happens when you feel tired? So what? Get up, walk. Move. Someone knocking on the door. Say, Brother Jesse, just don't give up on nothing. No, why? I'm a continual knocker. I'm a faith keeper. Some people are a faith walker. I'm a faith keeper. 
Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, but what about all the trouble? What about it? I mean, I don't like it, but who cares? I keep knocking on the door. Now, how many people have been praying for me? And, and, when, and when I tell them I got it, they go, I just can't believe you did. <laughs> well, with that prayer of yours, it took God and Almighty to get me to get it. I couldn't get in the church. Much later. The thing about Rhoda, she went, whoo! See, look, everybody loves revi revival. Who don't like revival? Wow! But you shouldn't forget the duty to open up the door just because revival's going on. You have duty. Do you see what I'm saying? Let me say it again. The ministry of God gives the harvest, but the ministry of man must bring it home. Jesus turned the water into wine, but, the man, but he didn't fetch the water. So let me go from the very top. Faith keepers never put faith in the wrong place. You get what you want because you demand it from life and life sends it to you. Number two, you will never remove, excuse me, when you continue to knock, faith tells you to never expect disappointment. Do you know I never expect my prayer not to be answered? Do you understand that? What about if you have a slow financial month? It ain't slow to me. I'm not disappointed because I hear a tsunami coming. See, God's sucking all the water off the beach because the water's coming to me. See, let me say it again. You will never, you, when you continue to knock, faith tells you to never expect disappointment. I refuse to be disappointed. You do what you want to do. I'm going to continue to knock. See, the, oh, you will never remove a mountain. I love that. Standing still and looking at it. That's why Mark 11, 23 and 24 says, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that you receive. Not when you get it, but when you pray, believe that you receive and you shall have it. Say to the mountain, talk to it. So you were talking to that mountain of stage four. So, you know, and God took it out in stages. You may not realize he knocked it down to stage three. Nobody else knew or stage two or stage one. All of a sudden he said, it's just, she keep knocking. She ain't going to quit. Bam! Now, now the doctor said, mm hmm Now, sweetheart, don't believe for something you don't want. Don't let that doctor say, well, you know, it might not. Might is not a part of my life. Why? Someone knocking on my door and the healer is here. You see what I'm saying? To get the healing, you got to get the healer. To get the provision, you got to get the provider. You see that? So when you understand that, my God, it'll work. Now, let's get to this next one. You must gather the forces necessary to accomplish your desires. You got to gather them. So you notice the angel didn't bring him to the house. You got to walk yourself. I walk by faith. How many times they had to sing that song for you to finally get the move? My God, the guitar player was so excited. He took off down. The, I said, this is good. My God. See, you must gather the forces necessary to accomplish your desires. What are those forces? Determination and prayer will get it done. Amen. Determine. See, Kathy, when she wants me to preach, she'll say, I'm not putting no pressure on you. But you know. But you know. See, she's got determination. And it seems good to me in the Holy Ghost. Now she's praying. I mean, I, I, I'm a sitting duck. I'm going I'm to get hit. And if it walks like a duck, sounds like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's a duck. You see what I'm saying? You got to understand, you must to, you must gather the forces necessary to accomplish your desires. Determination and prayer will get it done. Ladies and gentlemen, determination and prayer gets results. I want to ask you a question. Is there a mountain in your life today? Think about that. You can't remove it by looking at it. You've got to speak to the mountain. Say to the mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast in the sea, not doubt in your heart, believe those things what you say shall come to pass. You're going to have whatsoever you say it. Faith has a voice, ladies and gentlemen. 
And faith will speak to impossible situations and either blow them out of the way or make them possible. But you cannot remove a mountain just looking at it. And you know what the church world's done? They made you a mountain climber instead of a mountain dissolver when God said, say to the mountain. Oh, this is good preaching. I'm starting to preach. I can't help myself. I have a question that I'd like to answer today from a lady named Kathleen. She wrote this. Jesse, thank you for teaching me the word and making it alive the real way you do. Thank you, Kathleen. Your passion is contagious. I'd like to ask you, do you remember the first scripture that jumped off the page to you after you were born again? And if so, what was it? Psalms 107, verse 2, Kathleen. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. That still goes off in me like a shotgun. And that was done, that scripture was put in the word before Jesus died, resurrected, and ascended. Before redemption was nigh us then. See, think about that. Psalms 107 verse 2, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. So when the hand of the enemy, Kathleen tries to grab me, I go, no, 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 wrong person, buddy. You're talking to the wrong man. You got the wrong person because I have been redeemed. You see what I'm saying? And you stand on the word of God and believe it just like this sermon you hear. Someone knocking on the door. Peter continued knocking. You just keep knocking. You know, I've said this many times. Anybody can quit. It don't take much to be a failure. Just lazy, quit. But it takes somebody to get up with some gumption and get all and get going. Hallelujah. That's what it's all about. I'm preaching again. I can't help myself. Stay right there. I want to show you some wonderful things happening here at Jesse the Planners Ministries. And I'll be back in just a minute to speak another word to you. I hope you're enjoying this message. Take some notes. Watch this now. Did you know angels are real? And many of them are here today. God's word is full of supernatural experiences by people just like you and me. My new book. The Hidden Help, I share a few of those biblical stories and some of my own personal experiences with angelic beings. Remember, this world isn't all there is. You are unique in God's creation, and The Hidden Help is always here for you. Order your copy today at jdm.org. I love our November product offer. It's my book, The Hidden Help. It's dealing with angelic beings, my, my wonderful encounters with angels, and you have encountered an angel and you don't even know it. The Bible said you've, you've entertained, I like that word, angels unaware. You can get your copy at jdm.org. I hope you do that. You will be blessed. And I mean that sincere. Ladies and gentlemen, Kathy and I have been traveling the world like crazy this year, preaching this glorious gospel. We've planned some great evangelistic meetings this month. We might even be in your area. So check out our meetings page for all the information. Maybe you can come and I can get to meet you in person. That would be a blessing of the Lord. Partners, I just can't thank you enough for what you do. You've been so courteous and kind to this ministry. We've been preaching 47 years and never had a financial deficit. I say it all the time. You know why? I trust you. You trust me. We both trust God. When trust comes together, I'm telling you, needs get met. Desires get met. Wants get met. That's the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. So thank you for being a partner. If you're not a partner, pray about becoming one. Because I'm going to tell you something. The anointing of increase is on me. Don't get mad at me. It ain't my fault. The Lord trusts me. He said, I trust you because you know how to handle money and you respect money. 
And I said, okay, Lord, I do that. And we've never had a financial deficit. And I will not be lazy with your seed. I don't do those things. God is so good and gracious. So thank you for your faithful financial support. Nothing too small, nothing too big. We got some of the biggest projects going on all the time. I think if you're doing things for God, you're going to have big projects. I got a $20 million project right now looking me in the face, but that's all right. It's all coming in. We got a $20 million donor we believe in God for. People say, oh, that'll never happen. Oh, yes, it will. And I'm telling you because God's word is true. So thank you, partners, for all that you do for this ministry. You will never be a day without prayer. Me and Kathy pray for you every morning, not some mornings, every morning, because God's word is so good and gracious. You're so kind to us. So thank you. I hope you're enjoying this message you heard today. Someone knocking on the door. I like it. That was part one. Now, next week, we're going to have part two. Remember what Peter said. He continued knocking. Oh, what a blessing, God. If you continue, you will get to your destiny and get to your destination. It will work. So this is Jesse the Planet saying we love you. We'll see you next week. God bless. Bye-bye. today are searching for meaning, purpose, peace, and authenticity. In a world bombarded by voices and information, Jesse the Planet's ministry is determined to pierce through the noise and proclaim what every heart is yearning for, the good news of Jesus. I'm going to ask you to meet my friend. That's the passion that drives us to trust God and continue to break through into new realms of the impossible. Only then are we able to reach an entire planet, one soul at a time, and help them experience the life-changing love of God for themselves. You made it! You made it! You made it! Wasn't that easy? That wasn't hard, was it? I love my November partner offer, someone knocking on the door. When you continue to knock, faith tells you to never expect disappointment. Never. Faith keepers, that's who you are, that's who I am. Never put faith in the wrong place. You get what you want because you demand it from life and life sends it to you. You must gather those forces together. Determination and prayer will get it done. Get it today, okay? JDM.org. This year is going to be about keeping the faith no matter what. Faith is not the work of a moment, but of a lifetime. And remind yourself that everything is yours. Make that your inward vision. All of God's promises are yours by faith. And it's all up to you to keep it. Stay the course.
and keep the faith. Remember, if you keep the faith, everything is yours. See, faith keepers need God for the rescue. Peter needed that angel for that rescue, but ah, you gotta get to the other side of this thing. But for the rescue, God needs you. That's why he said, Peter, get up, put your clothes on, boy, tie your shoes up. The chains are falling all over the floor, but that show, the, the soldiers are passed out, knocked out. 